Hello everyone and welcome back to Let's Go On An Adventure. Again, thanks to everyone who has joined on with this podcast to listen to the different things that, uh, or different books I should say, that I have to talk about or would like to talk about, um, and the different conversations that I have. For all of you who have joined in with us, thank you and welcome, welcome. I know we have some new downloaders from Finland as well as uh, Vietnam and a few new people here in the United States. So again, I say welcome and I hope you join in with the rest of these books that we're going to be doing some reviews on and talk about. I have had a couple comments about possibly going into more depth when it comes to the book reviews and actually talking more about the book. And I have no problem doing that. However, in doing that, it is going to contain way more spoilers. And I would like people to actually read the book first before having those types of conversations, if at all possible. More of because I don't want to spoil a book. It's like spoiling a movie for someone who hasn't seen it. And that's just not cool for me. But at the same time, when I do these conversationals, such as... uh, the one that I did on From Blood and Ash, Victor is if he's a actual father figure or even from the Akatar series, the couple that I have of Tamlin being the real villain or is, you know, Rice and in the 2022 lens, it makes it kind of hard not to make spoils. So we'll kind of still keep on going what we're going from here, but I'll try to be more in depth when it comes to the books and have more information for you about the books and what's in the story. Um... Today, though, we're going to go backwards, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about Inuyasha today, and more as a conversational, once again, um, because I've had some things pop up on my TikTok. Yes, I'm on TikTok. It's it's where I get a lot of my book recommendations, actually. <laughs> as sad as it, it is to say. Well, not sad. It just kills my bank account, but we're not going to talk about that. That's, that's no worries. No worries about that one, right? But there was a conversation that was brought on... TikTok that actually really had me thinking and it was about two characters in the book so I'm gonna dive in here and I'm gonna let you know that there are going to be spoilers for the whole series of that manga um but I'm going to dive in and let's see how this adventure takes us so the topic of today's convo for the manga Inuyasha is basically Inuyasha versus the character Koga now If you've read the series or know the manga or even know the anime, we know that Inuyasha is a half-dog demon um, who is half-human, half-dog demon that has a love interest named Kagome, but she is the reincarnation of his former love interest, Kikyo, from 50 years ago because he was sealed to a tree with a spell. And there's a lot of confusion that happened with that, but he actually falls in love with and actually truly cares for Kagome, has feelings from her from the beginning, but it's more of, you know, because she is a reincarnation and he sees her as Kikyo, slowly begins to actually that transition of it's actually Kagome and he falls for her. Now, in the series, in the first season, we get introduced to this wolf demon named Koga. Now, Koga has two shards of the, um... Shikinotama, also known as the uh, the jewel, the jewel of uh, four souls, and this jewel has the ability to turn a full a half demon to a full demon or human with a specific wish, um, and can turn those of a vile heart or evil intentions even more so. 
Now, so this jewel is basically nothing but temptation for really anyone out there. However, due to um, a both clever and stupid idea of Kagome's when a demon tried to steal the, uh, the jewel, uh, she strapped the foot of this demon to an arrow, which was drawn back to the demon, and it shattered the jewel into thousands of tiny little 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 uh, shards. Now, Koga has two of these shards, and he has them embedded in his legs. Actually, I think he had three to begin with. Two in his legs, one in his arm, uh, and which makes him go at lightning speed and throw a punch like crazy. Um... He finds out that Kagome has this ability of finding the shards. She can see the shards when no one else can, um, making it them easier to track, essentially. So she can see that he has three shards and lets everyone know that, yeah, he has three shards and they need to get them kind of thing. Well, Koga ends up kidnapping her and trying to get her to use uh, her abilities to essentially save his tribe. There's these... Uh, demon birds that called birds of prey that have been taking out his tribe the you know the northern wolf tribe just taking them out and so he needs help and he knows that there's a shard he just needs to find that leader well she does help him and in doing so he also sees that she was more than willing to help his comrades and he began falling in love with her now what people are saying on TikTok is that Koga would have been a way better love interest for Kagome because he's less toxic. Inuyasha, a lot of people feel, is very toxic. Why? Well, because, well, good, a good example of why he could be considered toxic is when his basically ex-girlfriend is brought back to life without a soul, mind you. She's literally just clay and whatever essence that is left that she was able to take from Kagome, essentially. Um, she's, she's dead. She's, she's cold. She's clay. She's a walking corpse, essentially. Um, he keeps kind of going back to her. Like she will kind of draw him out and he still has obvious feelings for her. So it's like he's two timing Kagome without two timing. It's, it's really complicated, but you can tell on numerous occasions that Inuyasha truly loves Kagome and truly cares for her. He, he's worried about her and everything like that. But at the same time, he just has this hard time of letting Kikyo go. Even though she's basically a corpse. She's dead. She is, for all intensive purposes, dead. She cannot bring him any type of happiness of any kind. They cannot ever have children. They can, you know, he will truly outlive her. Because as long as she can, you know, gain souls, she's alive. But if she can't get a hold of any other souls, she will die. She basically will just become dust in the wind. So, I mean, it's one of those precarious situations where it's like, uh, dude, come on. And that was like the one element through the series that really irritated me because she was a constant element throughout the eight seasons that there is. But anyways, I digress. Koga comes in through the seasons constantly just showing up. And every time he shows up, he will tell Kagome basically that he loves her and that he wants her to be a part of his life and everything and try to woo her. Uh, while also insulting Inuyasha, calling him a dumb mutt, you know, a stupid dog, things like that. A half-breed, because in all intents and purposes, he is. He's a half-breed demon. But so on and so forth. Um, Kagome obviously tries to turn him down as gently as possible, but she does look at him as basically a friend or a comrade. 
in the aspect of anytime they run into him and he's injured, she will do her best to help. I mean, especially since she has a first aid kit, she'll do what she can to clean the wound and patch it up and everything like that. Koga constantly takes that as an advance of she wants him and she's just being friendly kind of thing. Trying trying to just be a friend. And of course, this irritates Inuyasha to no end. And she on multiple occasions has confronted him and be like, why do you care? Why do you care so much? And him being a stupid boy. Yes, I know. I'm generalizing. But this is literally how they're viewing him. He's supposed to be like 17 years old, technically, or around that age. So yeah, he's a stupid boy. <laughs> will cross his arms and be like, I'm not jealous, I don't have an issue, kind of thing, when it's obvious that he has an issue. And everyone else can tell, see it too, and confront him on multiple occasions and be like, why are you being blind? Why are you being dumb? So the question rises, is Koga truly a better match than Inuyasha? I think, in a way, Koga could be a better match in the aspect of just by seeing how he is every time they run into each other, he would be very devoted to Kagome. Like, 100% devoted. No other woman would catch his eye. He would be devoted to her. Very loyal. Very loyal. To a fault, anyways. Now, I could see them being happy together and doing well together. However, again, he's actually a full demon and she's a human. And being full demon means that he will way outlive her by generations and it would also mean that if they were to ever have children they would have children that would live very very hard lives in that era because half breeds are not well looked upon they don't fit in either world and and i know that's that's a rough term i'm not trying to you know ruffle any feathers or anything and or anything but that is a term that is constantly used in the manga and in the series is a child that is born of human parents and demon parents were constantly referred to as half-breeds. They were considered lesser beings because they were no, not human. They were not demon. They were really nothing. And they were not accepted in either world. The few that were still had many, many complications when it came to the world. They were hunted by demons basically as a food source because, again, they were lesser. And humans just didn't like them because they were part demon. And so it was a problem. So they would live very complicated lives because who's to say what, even though he is the leader of this tribe, who's to say that tribe would accept any of their children? So it's one of those things where they would not necessarily live better lives. They would literally have to stay up in the mountains hidden, which for Koga wouldn't be an issue because he's a demon anyway, so he does not go around humans often unless it's essentially to feed his wolves which could be another problem for kagome those are her people therefore the idea of her demon husband and his clan essentially going and hunting humans may not sit well with her i mean I, it wouldn't sit well with me and if be like oh that's that's great yeah please go go hunt my kin or you know people that are like me because you know whatever and who's to say that his full tribe would accept Kagome as his bride either, her being human? He could actually unintentionally put her in more danger than keeping her safe without him even realizing it, and possibly put their own children in danger if they ever had any. Now, I'm not saying that Inuyasha is much better. Now, Inuyasha does get better, and they do, spoiler, big spoiler, guys, they do end up together. They do. Um, there's actually a sequel called Yashahime 
uh, demon princess that has come out uh, in 2020? 2021? It's relatively newer. It has two seasons. I think it came out in 2020. It ended this year in March for season two. We're still waiting to hear about season three, but I, I digress. But it has to deal with not only his their child, but the child of children of his brother, Sashomaru. But that's a completely different thing. So they do do well. But then again, that would also pose another question. Is how well would their child do, considering she would be even lesser of a demon and more of a human, considering her father is half human. So how, how does she play in all of that? She would be more than likely more accepted by the human society because she wouldn't necessarily have any type of characteristics of a demon, except maybe enhanced strength and such like that. Whereas a half demon, it's pretty hit or miss on whether or not you get more demonic traits versus human traits. For the most part, Inuyasha got a lot of the human traits. However, he does have dog ears. And I think once every full moon is what it was, or new moon, uh, he turns fully human. Now, Inuyasha has his faults. He's a hothead. Um, he has jealousy issues. And he has a problem with going back to his ex, obviously, even if she's a walking corpse. However, in the end, he is still the better choice because... He would truly do anything for Kagome, and he has proven that. He actually chose Kagome over Kikyo a few times, and it irritated Kikyo to no end. Kikyo straight up tried to take him with her to hell, essentially, and be like, you know, if we're gonna, if I'm gonna leave this world, I'm taking you with me, kind of thing. And he was able to wake up from that trance that she had him in, or trance. That's the right word. That trance that he was in. And go back to her and made sure she was okay. Leaving Kikyo in the dust. And he does that a few times. And it drives Kikyo absolutely nuts. And in the end, he still chooses Kagome over and over and over again. Now, will I say that obviously Kagome has a thing for toxic men? Absolutely. Because even though she can see Inuyasha is constantly going back to his ex-girlfriend for all intended purposes, she's still trying to get him. She still has a crush on him. Now, to be fair, she's literally 15 years old. She's 15. Inuyasha's about 17-ish. 18-ish in the feudal era. Okay? So, I mean, they're, they're young. She's young. This is Japan. But she's young. I mean, she's going to have a crush. And, of course, it's going to be the guy who has the cute dog ears. I'm sorry. Any normal girl would go after the guy with the dog ears. And he has the bad boy mentality. Every girl goes for the bad, go bad boy at one point in time in their life. She just happened to, you know, go for him at the very beginning and at the end. So, there you go. So, yes. In all aspects, I am still going to be Team Inuyasha. I do like Koga. Don't get me wrong. Koga's a great character, and I think he's fun, and I think he could he would potentially be a good mate for someone else. And he does. He does find a different person. Um, but I can't deny that Inuyasha has toxic traits. He's still the best one for Kagome, because Kagome, even with Inuyasha's toxic traits, Kagome can essentially tame him. And I don't mean tame in the aspect of, you know, he's a dog kind of thing. No, I mean tame in the aspect of she is the yin to his yang. 
she can balance him out just as he balances her out and basically gets her used to the idea essentially of basically growing up she is a 15 year old girl who goes back and forth between the feudal area era and like 2007 japan going from the age of cell phones technology to samurai and that's a transition that's a transition and he helps her with that he helps her grow up very fast yes but he helps her with that he also helps her see things in a different way helps her survive she learns more skills being in the feudal era than she ever would have in the mundane real world and the reason why i say that is because she learns how to cook things uh with a fire not a stove she learns how to fish she learns how to you know sleep outside how to deal with the environment outside and deal with very little and makes her actually appreciate everything when she goes back home until she makes the final decision to stay so again always be team inuyasha always versus koga when it comes to kagome but i do believe koga could have potentially made a decent mate it just it they weren't going to be a good mesh they wouldn't have been so that is going to be it today guys i have a book that i'm already reading that i can't wait to share with you guys and i'm hoping to have that up next week no promises because i've noticed every time i say that it's always a different book so um but i'm super excited i also have some more books that i've gotten it is the holiday season we just had thanksgiving you know happy turkey day to all those who actually celebrate thanksgiving um i spent mine with my family christmas is around the corner uh so is hanukkah um and kwanzaa and the other Christmassy holidays i apologize i don't know all of them um it is something that i am still actually learning um mostly for for you guys for your views because the last thing i want to do is insult anyone um or assume anything but I'm hoping to still be able to stay on schedule. However, with everything coming on with holidays, things might get a little bit behind. I plan on having absolutely everything concreted schedule when it comes to this back in January when things slowed down. However, like I said, I'm going to do my best to make sure I have a podcast for you guys at the very least every other week if I can't do it every week. Um, but yeah. Thank you again for all my new listeners. Thank you for hopping on. And to all my old listeners, thank you for sticking with me. I know this has been a long, bumpy road, and I appreciate it more than you know. So until next time, guys, I hope this brings you on to your next adventure. Have a good one, guys.